Hey everyone, <clears throat> welcome back to another episode of Playing Around with Playbook this week. Today we're going to be talking to drummer and band leader Corey Fonville. So let's just give him a moment to log on and we'll go ahead and get started. Hi Sean. <laughs> One of our avid supporters here. Let's get Sammy on here. Hi Trista. Hi, from the streets of New York. How do you feel? I'm all right. I'm all right. If anybody's wondering, Sammy is referring to the fact that I have COVID right now. Can't the plane around with the playbook. Corey. Hi, how's it going? What's up? How you guys doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So let me just introduce you for our audience. Um, Corey Fonville, an influential drummer in today's music scene, has dedicated his life to learning the craft and its history in order to be one of the best drummers of its time. As an artist and music enthusiast, he studied uh, a variety of genres, mostly through his father's music collection, which generally consisted of jazz, R&B, alternative, and funk, and his skills are rooted in an eclectic background and call attention to the fact that music is hard to typify. Almost immediately after completing his studies at the Brubeck Institute, he began traveling the world with notable artists such as Nicholas Payton, Jackie Terrason, and Christian Scott. Corey is currently working with Christian Scott, um, and he has also started his own band, Butcher Brown, which he plans to continue recording with and keep building an international fan base for. Um, I am a huge fan of Butcher Brown, actually, and so oh, I'm so sure, excited to talk to you today absolutely love your music so um to get us started i will ask you our stable question uh what have you been listening to lately oh man i've been listening to a lot to a lot of uh deep house music a lot of deep house so uh I've been checking out ocelade uh charisma mark farina i mean i can go on and on so just like really into that at the moment so uh it's been exciting just uh you know, kind of bringing that to the table in like the Butcher Brown universe. Take us back, Corey. I, I met Corey when I was maybe 15 or up, 16 years off, old. Bro. I know, it's been you, so man. long. <laughs> but I've known, Corey was always the best drummer. I mean, he's always played at such a high level. And it's been so cool to see your evolution with Butcher Brown, not just being a great like jazz drummer, but seeing you build out your own universe. How, did, right, how, right. how how early in your development were you thinking like I, I got to start building out my own thing? Or you like you were such a student in the music too. Where was your head at as you were as you were young, growing up, listening to to elders and playing with so many great musicians? Um, yeah, I mean, it sort of was like a natural evolution, I think, man. You know, I I was always um, you know just very much a student in a way. Um, you know, I wanted I wasn't exactly sure what path I was going to take, you know, it was just hard to tell, you know, I didn't come from like a community where there was a big jazz scene. So like, you know, I had to take, the, I would go up to New York a lot. I went to school up there for a year and made a ton of connections, but I still had something at home that was keeping me away from just like, all right, I'm going to leave Virginia and just go tap in with some homies elsewhere in like the major <laughs> markets. And so like, you know, I had, you know, with this now Butcher Brown back in like 2008, 2009, you know, those are just my friends. And, you know, DJ Harrison, um, who's been my longtime collaborator, um, you know, he was sent, give me these like CDs of just his beats. And so 
I remember from that moment and back then, you know, he had the studio at his mom's house and he had a rose, he had all this cool gear. <laughs> and we would go out and play these gigs, just like some jazz trio gigs, but it was like almost like I would call it like mad lib jazz. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember he had just gotten a fender rose. We were like, yo, we got a rose on the gig. We're official. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so man, you know, it was just a natural evolution. I always wanted to do that kind of music. It's just essentially the stuff I grew up hearing in the house. So, um, you know. But New York, and, you didn't get sucked into the New York, uh, like, wormhole. That is New York, right? How did you, like, I have so much respect for that. Like, being like, you know what, yeah. I'm going to build something and also still be a serious jazz musician, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you might be the only person I know who did that now I'm thinking in the last <laughs> 50 years. I just, I don't know, man. I was never one to follow directions very well. <laughs> So, like, even from jump, I never followed directions. I was probably not the best student. Teachers didn't like me, even though my mom was a teacher, which is funny and ironic. But, like, I was just always the one to kind of be like, you know, forget that. I'm going to go do this. Everyone else is going right. I'm going to go left. You know, that's just what I'm feeling. You know, it perhaps may have, like, cost me some opportunities at one point in my life, but it's done more good. You know what I mean? And, you know, I just follow my heart, man. I just try to, like do things that make me happy because you know mm -hmm. we're all on limited time here and so you got to make the most of it yeah, so, yeah you know that was my that was kind of just my my mode of operation you know yeah. especially once I hit my 20s you know I'm 31 now so like you know I'm kind of finally starting to get into a little groove starting to be able to see what the future might look like um but you know man I just enjoy playing that kind of music you know mm -hmm. you know and it's 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 nice to be able to bring homies from the other scene into my world that I'm mm. in, into my universe, because it's interesting to see how they operate with the, with the Virginia crew, you yeah. know? And at the time people were like, man, you're crazy. What's down in Virginia? Why would you go down there? I'm like, Hey man, you know what? Y'all will find out one day. I don't feel like explaining it. I'm just going to do me. And eventually the cats will catch on. And so now there's like, there is some noise down there. You know, you got Nate Smith, who's now popping off, and he's been at it for a long time. Um, you know, of course, D'Angelo's been a, you know, forever the dude, and you got Missy Elliott, Pharrell Timberland, and all of that stuff that was on the other side. Um, so, I mean, historically speaking, there was a lot of stuff happening. A lot of producers, a lot of songwriters. Mm -hmm. um, Bruce Hornsby's another one down there. Um, so, anyway. Um, what, did any, did you have any, oh, go ahead, Trista. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what what advice would you give for musicians who are, you know, sort of paving their own path and straying away from, you know, what is expected of the, the typical jazz musician, the typical New York cat, you know? My advice is, I mean, you know, I mean, Sammy, you can probably echo this, too, because um, you've been doing your own thing for a long time. Um, you know, there are, there are limited gigs out here. To go try to get a gig is hard. It's like, you know... I'm, it's, it's a nice, it's beautiful to see like this generation that's underneath me um, just starting to play with it. They're playing music with their friends. You know what I'm saying? They get out of school and they start their bands. You know, um, Julius Rodriguez is doing his thing. Um, that's really cool to see that. Um, Cisco Swank, he's also crushing it. Um, just seeing this younger generation, it's just like they're just doing them and it's unapologetic. And, you know, I, I believe that's the way. You know, now with like everybody having laptops and being able to use like the dolls and make beats and produce um 
you know, it's a whole universe now with social media. You got that element. So people are meeting each other, you know, through the internet and, um, you know, creating these relationships that perhaps didn't exi wouldn't have exi existed 20 years ago or even 10 years ago. And so, you know, my advice is to, um, you know, whatever you're influenced by, just be honest with yourself and just follow that. You know, mm -hmm. don't worry about what other cats are doing um, because that's not you. Um, you know, people might obviously, you know, sometimes people are going to look at you a little funny because you decide to stray away from whatever the plan is that they're on. But it's just kind of like, well, cool. I respect what you're doing, but you know what? I'm going to go over here because, you know, this is, this is where I'm going to be able to like create my voice, have my voice, um, you know, work on your I love identity. That. So, I mean, that's, that's just the way I want to move, man. And that's, I think, um, healthy. Isn't, know, it, isn't it so funny though, Corey? It's like when you're growing up, all the musicians that we admire are the ones who paved their own path, but then you show up in a place like New York and no one's encouraging that. Did, were right. there any mentors you had who, or older musicians who encouraged you to find your inner Corey Fonville? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, you know, it's interesting, man, because I didn't have like the mentors that were like really like 25 years older than me. I had like, you know, I think the oldest mentor I would call him is Nicholas Payton. And he's got me by like 15, 20 years, maybe. But he's like always a young soul. And he embraced Butcher Brown even back then when I was like 22. You know what I mean? Um, Christian was always the one. Christian Scott, who I played with for a long time. Um, I'm no longer playing in this band. Um, but he was always the one like, Corey, man, you got to do your own thing. He was always supporting that. He was an advocate for it. Um, Kareem Riggins was probably my the the person that I had seen just and I thought he was so cool. He just had his own he just beat, he had a he just he didn't move like everybody else. You know what I mean? You you just didn't know where the hell he was. One minute he was working with Kanye, next minute he's on stage with Diana uh, Diana uh Diana Crawl, next minute he's in right. the studio with Mad Lib and you're just like, yo, where do they make this at? So why not? You know what I mean? Like, why not try all of it? You know, just do you, man. Just do what's, what makes you happy. And, like, I think just watching people. I didn't. I wasn't one to ask a ton of questions. I probably should have asked more, but I was scared. Mm. Because, you know, I was just like, oh, they're not going to – they're going to dismiss me. But, you know, I think we, we came up, you know, like I said, I'm 31 now. So, like, when I was 18, like in 2008, um, I was like – the transition from like you know record sales to streaming that was a big switch the shift in the industry so like everything was online and you were that we were just downloading shit um so you know even then i saw like well i don't know who i want to play with these days i don't know who do i want to work with I, I want to link with the people my age group. Why not? Like, we all grew up on the same music. We probably all watched the same TV shows and cartoons. So, like, let's make music together. Mm. No, it's so cool. You bring up Christian's a, a really interesting example of someone who everyone who played with him, they're all creating their own thing. And that's just, like, so rare to see a band leader who encourages musicians in his band to grow and evolve as opposed to, like, keep them keep them you know, he's, you know them. And, you, and the part of the reason why sammy is because i think he was that he was like right slightly older than us so he saw the bottom fall out you know of the industry when he got mm -hmm. in like everything crashed the economy crashed and so you know you had to be independent 
And, um, you know, so by the time I came around, he was like, yo, Fonzie, this is great. You should do that. Do that. And I probably, you know, honestly, man, I remember there was a couple gigs that I turned down because, like, Butcher had something, just one little gig. And I was like, I'm going to do this with my band instead of going out and making more money. But it was just like, hey, man, in hindsight, that made sense. I just yeah. believed in it so much that, like, I just wanted to, you know, do what made sense for me. And, like, all right, cool. I'm going to take this L, but I'm going to look <laughs> back at it in 10 years and realize it made sense. And here we are. So, you know. I love that. Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Yeah, man. I like what you said, too. Time is limited. We don't have unlimited time here. You yeah, got to get to it. Got to get to it, man. And, you know, you can't rush it, obviously, you know, just but it's just about taking the right steps, man. And just, all right, man, if you have something good, man, just try to, you know, put that time in. You know, so many people give on it, too, give up on it too soon. And I've heard many times, like, when you start questioning it is when you're on to something. Mm. Like, when you start kind of second guessing, oh, man, should I do this? And then if you just can get through that, that part <laughs> and just break past that, you know, you'll see that, all right, there's something to look forward to. Yeah. Just to anything you want to take of us course. home with? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I'm just what you keep, you've mentioned um, a few times now questions like you would have asked and, you know, second guessing mm-hmm. and doubting. And um, yes. what's one question like you wish that you would have asked, you know, mm-hmm. as a younger self, as a young, younger drummer, you know, growing in the mm-hmm. scene um, for our listeners and our fellow drummers out there? Um, and me, I want to know what Corey would have Corey, I want to know. Oh, oh man. Oh, shoot. What would I have asked? Uh, that's just um, man. If I had to ask me, like maybe even myself or someone, um, probably more business questions. Really, mm. probably just like I don't know how to file your taxes and do all of that stuff. You know what I mean? Like that is a question I still wonder today. <laughs> like I wish somebody talked. Like back then, I'm like, man. <laughs> That was not a conversation that no one had. You didn't talk about the the not a conversation for managers. You know, it's weird, man. And I'm just like, we have to open that uh, forum up as well. It's just like being open to discussing like how people can eat mm. and make money doing this or whatever the hustle is, instead of just like, you know, oh, I don't want to ask that question because nobody's going to tell me. I'm scared because I don't know. It's, it's strange, man. So. And I think more than anything, probably more on the business side, not so much like actually playing the instrument, because it's like, that's fine, but we need to discuss this money. <laughs> right. For real, for real. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today, Corey. I'm going to ask you our last question, um, okay. which is, uh, why do you feel or do you not feel that uh, digital platforms are important in today's you know, classroom and society? Oh, man. Well, I feel like they're important. I mean, it's just the modern age. And like, um, you know, I do. I just think we need to make sure there's still a healthy balance of like musicians that are like Internet, you know, that you kind of see just online. Mm, Making sure they still they got to play with people, yo. (laughs) You got to you got to go out here and play, man. Like, just make sure you don't like just become so fixated on just making these content videos. Like, that's fine. But like, do both. Just make sure you got that other skill, man, because it's so different. And mm. you know, I'm, I, I, I mean, I, so I put videos up sometimes, but I get burnt out on that stuff, man, because I just like being in the studio. I like just recording and doing that and playing in front of people too. 
But uh, I think just making sure you um, you still focus on like, you know, my, something that has substance. Like focus on the substance versus just like, you know, quantity. Just like let's you know make sure that shit is quality, bro. Like don't just like all right every day put something up. Like if it's mm. not hitting, maybe it shouldn't go up if it sounds just like the one you posted yesterday. Mm. And um, you know I think also we shouldn't. It's hard. You, you, it's so easy to like show your best self on the internet when you can put up a minute of your you know one minute or thirty second reels and you know of you just killing it. But it's like nah, like don't worry about these videos, man. Because sometimes we'll, we'll we'll go nuts. You know, scrolling and seeing videos and like being like, oh, I got to keep up with this or that. And it's just like, you know what? Nah, go out, go hear some music, go out, just go pace, go see some shows. Um, I don't know, get in the studio, record, work on like making an album instead. Dang. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Everybody, well, I just want to say everybody needs to go. If you haven't seen Corey Fonville, I'm serious. You're the first drummer I, I saw live next to me i was like geez he plays like a grown adult oh, God, appreciate just you, gorgeous sounds oh, i've always you. been no no since you were i mean he always plays with some gorgeous sound such intense intensity never phones it in R really inspiring Corey. keep doing what you're doing for everybody out there just just Corey is your huge thank inspiration you, appreciate yes. that man thank you so much for being here with us today Corey. it was awesome to talk to thank you and get your perspective so everyone you know this is all of Corey's viewers right here. Continue to watch Corey. Um, and everyone check out Playbook at thisisthemic.com and at Playbook at Instagram. Bye, everyone. Appreciate you. Thank you.